Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world. We greatly appreciate you. Make sure you check out our website at CannabisTalk101.com as we're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And feel free to give us a call and say hello. Or you can just call to say I love you. Either one, 100, 420, 1980. How many people are out there singing that song in their head? I just called to say I love you. 1-800-420-1980. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101, basically on all social media, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. I am at Joe Grande 52. And our guest is an extraordinary woman. And you can find her on Instagram at Nadia underscore Decordia, which is N-A-D-I-A underscore D-E-C-O-R-D-I-A. That's D-E-C. O R D I. There's no A at the end. I don't know why I said A, but I think I was That's rhyming okay. and rapping it and special. it just fucking came out. <laughs> Nadia, thank you for coming on the show with us. Nadia is uh, our Medical Monday Clubhouse host. And uh, Nadia DeCordy, the MBA, which stands for Nadia? Masters in Business Administration. So, <laughs> That's right. you know, you guys may have heard the previous podcast with Ali Muffins, and Ali hosts all those other wonderful days. Once again, the medical Mondays with Nadia and Ali, then Tuesdays and this and that. And of course, all that being said, you know, what Ali didn't tell you is the brains behind all those shows was right here. This was Nadia. So <laughs> I got you guys. The show before this one was the hype man. This woman right here is the brains behind it all. So everything you just heard on the previous show, it basically stems from Nadia's work of laying it all down. Oh, I mean, Allie's the monkey that's in the cage that does the song and dance for her. Oh, God, no, I wouldn't say that. He it's it's always been a collaborative effort. Um, he Allie Muffins has always uh, discussed how community is important. And he showed his his strategies of community building. And I help by uh, making it more sustainable by making sure that um, the platform, the messages that are being, um, you know, communicated are, are delivered properly. 
Thank you. Delivered properly. No yes. problem. Yes. A little <laughs> bit about Nadia. She's an experienced global executive with a demonstrated history of working in the IT industry, skilled in business development, IT innovation, operation, project management, research design, conflict resolution, and market research. And she's been working with us for several months now. Um, done a lot of volunteer experience, all this other great stuff. I'm trying to find out on the LinkedIn where you went to college at. Is it in Michigan? Is it where? Yes, I went to Michigan State University, uh, where I got my bachelor's in philosophy with concentrations in chemistry and sociology. I also had like a at Wayne State University. And uh, I also studied a little bit of software engineering at University of Michigan, um, just a little bit. Uh, and while I was studying software engineering, I was uh, doing an online uh, specialization in project management at UCLA. Um, because at that point, I was thinking about uh, becoming a software engineer and the best way to be the best type of software engineer or really a part of any team or system is to understand how the team works and how you can how you can uh, inject value um, but you have to know the system first in order to inject that value so um, I studied project management and while I was studying uh, after I finished my specialization and while I was studying software engineering I gained an internship at a, um, at a then startup uh, where I became a software engineer and a business analyst and then quickly went up the ladder and became a project manager as a few clients were asking me to be their PM. And uh, after that, I became their director of project management and uh, became their COO. And uh, while I was COO- And this was that logic drop? Yes, this was at Logic Drop. It's a great uh, company, uh, very cutting edge. And the leaders, uh, both both co-founders, uh, are pretty uh, pretty brilliant at what they do. And and I'm grateful for. And then <laughs> for where did that you go story. from? Where did you go from there? Because when I met you, Nadia, we met in Houston, Texas, is where we physically yes. met. We've had many a Zoom meetings, but then we finally. Uh, get a chance to slap hands and hang out. You're a lot shorter in real life, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> yes. And, 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 Barely 5'3". And you know, beautiful online and beautiful in person, inside and out, all the good stuff. But I just like to bust your balls because I love her now. We're buddies. But yeah. you you also shared, you went from logic tech to doing more work as well. I think with a tech strategy consultant and doing other things like that. Please walk us through what else you did. Oh, I'm so sorry. My connection just went out. Can you I hear me now? Question. Yes. I said, please walk me through what you did after Logic Tech, or Logic Drop, excuse me, because I just found it so interesting as you were sharing with me when we were outside and I was smoking and you were smoking. And I, I just love this, the story that you told me. So, so walk the audience so that they could hear your extremely intelligent background with your MBA, which is impressive. And I don't say this lightly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, while I was COO, I did not have my MBA yet. I was just, I just had my bachelor's degree and a specialization and I was trying to catch up, trying to study um, to be effective, to be that effective COO that logic drop needed. Um, however, I needed to, I needed help. So I found IE University actually like 
one of the top universities in the world in Spain. And I found their global executive MBA program where I found that I didn't have to choose between working or exploring the world and learning. Um, and I could just have it right there. So IE University through there, I was able to travel the world. I went, first I went to Spain, I met, um, I, I think about 29 other global executives and we, we went to other top universities across the world to, to, to not only partner with them and gain, I gained specializations and um, certifications from, from them all, but also to, to gain a global perspective of how business is, uh, business is made and, um, and how to be that supportive global executive, not just be an executive in the US, the but whole be framework, that all the technic everywhere. technicalities and everything that's needed to, to run a big company. Everything. And, and not only that, because leadership itself changes so rapidly, because as research moves and as developments in technology and science grows and society grows, as you know, um, leadership changes too. And what effectiveness means, what solutions were once effective and accurate are no longer that. So we need to be that kind of agile leader, to be that flexible leader. And thankfully, um, going through IE's Global Executive MBA program, meeting other executives, and, and actually a lot of times having those heart-to-hearts with people that you feel like they're hitting the same um, growth pains that you were uh, has been incredibly invaluable. And even though I haven't seen most of them in person in about two years, it feels like 10, 15 years. Like I, they're like another family to me. And, and that includes the faculty, the professors that taught me because right as I was traveling the world, the faculty were traveling with us too. So we were getting insights on, in a lot of great uh, countries. And I got to do one of my biggest dreams, um, like, travel the world and learn, you know, and it, it was, it was an awesome experience. So IE Business Very School fun. did all that for you. That's so dope that you did that. So then where, how did that lead you with the experience that you got from Logic Drop and then getting all those experiences? Where do you feel like that took you to next that, that helped you out when exploring different jobs? I... Because now you're on an advisory yeah. board member as well. Now you're doing all these big advisory board member this for this company for that company like you do all these big crazy things now and you're just such a young woman that it's pretty impressive when we come back we're going to hear her answer it's cannabis talk 101 ai might be the most important new computer technology ever it's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested so buckle up the problem is that ai needs a lot of speed and processing power so how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. 
That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. Thank you guys for listening to the show. If you're looking for high-quality seeds, you guys, head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality seeds at a fair price. Head to rocketseeds.com. Now, before we broke right there, we were talking to Nadia, who, of course, hosts our beautiful Medical Monday Clubhouse Rooms with the host Nadia DeCordy with the NBA. And you're mentioning how you got a chance to go and study abroad with your master's degree, Global Executive MBA from IE Business School and meeting all these people. I'm just wondering what do you feel like that did for you to allow you from getting that experience from Logic Drop to then going and getting that MBA with that experience? What do you feel like that's done for you? it's helped me become who I am. This sounds so corny because literally it did do that. It helps me become who I am, but it also helped me understand and love who I am. And uh, I used to think that curiosity, my, the amount of curiosity that I have and sometimes my, my, the whole thing of like, why not? That question of why not keeps coming into my head. Like, why not? Why can't I do that? why is there red tape there or that kind of question um i'm a lot more comfortable with that if that makes any sense no it, I, it does it, well and, and one thing that got brought up to me before we started doing this which is you basically been been in the green closet except for doing medical mondays on clubhouse mm-hmm. like you haven't really gotten out to the world that you are out of the green closet and a yeah. cannabis connoisseur, a businesswoman who's an advisory board member with Quality MD, with Virtual Analytics Inc., and with her MBA, and working a, as a director strategy operator for different other companies. You're just this major woman who does major work with companies, but are quote unquote in the green closet. And before this interview, folks, it's funny. She goes, Oh shit, Joe. Because we're folks, so she cusses at me and just talks to me like a normal fucking person, not this overly cheesy fucking woman. That's, that's she not. just talks to me just like a trash mouth Detroit what? hooker. Well, this is how I always talk, you guys. He's lying. Exactly. I'm a lady. So she goes hard with me, which I love her for. And, and no. before the show, she's like, oh, shit, Joe. I haven't fucking come out of that. I mean, no, nobody knows. I, I haven't. I haven't. I go, well, today's your day, Nadia. She goes, Look at this new pin I just got from Cheerleaf that I'm puffing on right now. So 
my Welcome blanket. out of the green closet. Thank you so much. Joe Nadia DeCorey, who um, has not been officially greeted into the... It's funny because you've been out with us. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you've been on show sets with us. You haven't been interviewed yet on, but we've talked about you. I thank you on a daily basis on the show that you hear me say Nadia. Yes, but it does not say... It. You know, Nadia DeCordy, MBA, if you find her on LinkedIn and you know what company she's representing and working with and a board member on. Oh, she's also smoking the kush. That being said, now that you say that and feel that and you've already said this to me, does it feel good to literally let this out of that green closet? How, how does that feel for you? Feel right. Um, it feels right because like I told um Mark from the Pop Brothers at Law. Uh, when I was on Clubhouse and when I first heard him speak on Clubhouse, um, I didn't, he's famous, okay? But I've been under the rock, like educational rock and IT and all that kind of stuff. And I'm new to the cannabis space when it comes to, um, you know, the celebrities and all the glitz and glam. But I heard Mark from the Pot, Pot Brothers at Law on Clubhouse, and he was talking about the importance of normalization of cannabis and what he does on a daily basis to help normalize cannabis. And as he was speaking so eloquently, um, I clicked on his profile. I saw that he was he's a, he's a great um, lawyer. He's done historic work, and he's right out there talking about cannabis use and smoking it right in front of everyone being effective leader that I, I hope to one day show myself as, as being, but at the same time, I'm so scared. I was so scared about, okay, yeah, he was able to do that because he's a lawyer for, um, in the cannabis industry. But at that point I was a leader within only the IT industry. So I was thinking, well, what does the IT industry think? And would they still be comfortable with a leader that medicates with cannabis, even, even knowing that I am a medical patient, I have chronic migraines, I take them for chronic migraines, and yes, sometimes recreationally, but that is the fact that I even felt that kind of guilt, it, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking <laughs> because there are people, I mean, I actually needed it. I mean, a lot of people uh, need it. And even if they don't need it, they shouldn't feel that kind of shame. And I'm saying that. And then at the same time, still actively being in the green closet. So even well, you're no if longer I'm active out, in the green closet no more, yeah, my baby girl. Thank you. Well, it makes me feel less like a hypocrite. Let's just put it that way. Not that other people that are in the closet are. <laughs> Not no, but there's a lot of people that me, are afraid of it, right? Like e e even myself with the, you know, I've been in the program and sober and I use these rubs and creams and, and all this. And, you know, for those like to relate to that scenario of what you're saying, Nadia, like those who have been in NA, NA, like myself, it's really mm -hmm. taboo to even think you're using any type of product, right? right. And yeah. I had to struggle with looking at the anecdotal evidence, looking at this going, no, man, I have bad hips. I have bad 
arthritis. I have to have an ankle surgery. I don't think I told you this one, but I have to have ankle surgery in January, right? Because no, I have torn really? ligaments in my ankle. Oh my so, God. I'm and so I've been sorry. limping. Every time you probably see me limping when you met me out there, you just thought I had a pimp limp, but I, know I have torn ligaments oh, yeah, in my you ankle. You did tell me. <laughs> You just, you just tell me about your limp. Yeah, I did see your limp. But yeah, I always have a limp, it's but it's noticeable. like, I, and then I finally went and got an MRI. That being said, I use a lot of cannabis products for that. I mean, those who know, and I, I say this all the time, I don't sit there and smoke joints, but somebody just gave me a full spectrum pin that when my pain gets so severe, I'm, I'm trying to take this in and take that in. And, and I'm using these products, the Cali FX products and all these other things that just really help. So my point is, I get that feeling of fear of like, what is the IT world going to think? Hence, what is my AA world going to think? What is my yeah. NA world going to think? You know, you got to get to a point where you say, fuck, especially when it comes to like, I look at this product like it's medicine. And it, it is. really is. And yeah. for you to deal with anxiety and deal with things, whatever you're dealing with, Nadia, it's great. And then, you know, you can talk about it on your medical Mondays on Clubhouse. You could talk about it right here on the show and you could talk about it with people that find you feel free to look her up on LinkedIn at Nadia uh, DeCordi, which is D-E-H-K-O-R-D-I with the MBA. Or once again, you could find her on Instagram at Nadia DeCordi, which is N-A-D-I-A underscore D-E-C-O-R-D-I. She is a professional woman that has literally just come out of the closet with her MBA saying, hey, this is normal. You're normalizing it. And you saying the story about Mark Wasserman, you're not the first to say this. People have said this about him. I literally was just talking to my buddy who's going to be on the show very soon. Um, he's one of the big lawyers at Steezy. He's in-house, right? And ironic that we know these same people that we kick it for holiday parties, this party, that party, like, and our kids play soccer against each other and sports against each other. So it's just real weird that, and, and prior to like, when I say prior, like two, three years ago, Joe, you need to meet John. John works in the cannabis industry. He's a lawyer. Okay, cool. Joe, you got to meet John. And then we finally fucking about, hey, Joe, John, about Joe, John, about who you work for? Steezy Mall. Steezy? Like, oh, you just happen to be the in house fucking head of counsel for. Jeez. <laughs> huh? Nothing like dropping a name like it's hot. And um, the point is, just two weeks ago, we we're hanging out and he wants to come on the show. And then I asked him, would you smoke? With Mark, he goes, what do you mean? I'm all about normalizing this. I mean, I work at Steezy. My company's not going to trip. Mm -hmm. He goes, I smoke weed anywhere and everywhere. It should be normalized. And I'm yeah. like, that's the fucking right attitude. We need to have more guys like that. We need to have more people like you, Nadia, that just expose Thanks yourself. Thanks to you. You exposed me, <laughs> but I'm grateful. DJ Nadia is out, folks. Yeah. <laughs> which is great and i call her dj nadia because every time she's on our zoom with me or us as a company she's always has her big old headphones on and looks like a dj to me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're huge i just wish you were wearing yours to match but that's yeah i have my headphones on where my just speakers working so that all being said though nadia how did you get to hosting medical mondays in clubhouse because i don't even know this story as you do community outreach for us, with yeah. us. You do things with our company <laughs> all the time. We work together. I don't know how it came about, though, as I'm just one of the hosts that said, hey, Boba, before you know it, I'm like hearing about Ali and Nadia, Ali and Nadia. And it was never one or the other. It was always Ali and Nadia to the point, Nadia, I have your <laughs> fucking number in my phone and I'm going to show you. As oh, you can no. see, it says Nadia Alley. Oh, no. 
It should just be Nadia. Respect because how I met you, though, is Allie <laughs> yeah. and Nadia. Then this Allie, is the Nadia from Allie. I have Allie and Nadia. Well, and then the personal story, which was I didn't want to call you or like talking to you because or saying your name because that was my ex-wife's thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was the funny. Yeah. That's why you have to. I get it. That's why you have to categorize it. I had to categorize it because I'm not going to look in there and see Nadia Lopez and be like, oh, that, I'm not calling her. Nadia Ali. Oh, I like Nadia Ali. I didn't even have the 40 yet. And I didn't, I had to go to your IG and your, and your LinkedIn to be like, what's your last name again? Oh, it's the Oh my God. Right. I'm pretty sure Nadia Ali is actually an artist. That's an actual singer. From the 2000s. I don't know. So Either you. way, so my point is, <laughs> how did you come about to get hooked up with us? How did this come about? Actually, it feels like it happened pretty quickly. I got onto Clubhouse thanks to one of my closest friends, Elizabeth Rice, who's also a director of sales in, in Cureleaf and Select. And I got on there uh, on the mission. I created a, a I created a club called. Uh, mindful execs and I was on a mission to help with the burnout issue that we have in the IT industry and listening to the cannabis uh, rooms uh, I noticed that the cannabis industry was having similar issues that the IT industry was having at its start in the sense that um, you know people People were getting burned out pretty quickly I can go into further detail but that wasn't your question um, so in one of those rooms, uh, Allie actually popped into one of them and talked to me about uh, starting up his business and we're not starting up his business. Sorry, pause. I forgot. It's it's really weird because it's it's been a long you time. You met Allie on Clubhouse talking to him about the cannabis industry. He was talking about the cannabis. Yes, I know and Allie I was had like a, a grow. Or he had, you know, he's basically doing things in Canada. So he was probably yes. talking about all that. Yes, he was talking about all that. And he was talking about um, making Clubhouse, uh, having, I mean, not making Clubhouse, like making Clubhouse rooms, having these discussions and stuff like that. And then uh, uh, we met on Zoom and we discussed further, like, okay, this is, uh, these are the things that I'm doing on Clubhouse. These are my goals on Clubhouse. What are your goals? And then later on, we just we as we um, collaborated more, we thought, okay, what are the best ways to support the community? Uh, we can start with things like Medical Monday, Turpy Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, and you know, and and then have a panel of professionals that could answer questions to. The community members because a lot of the community members that are on that were on uh clubhouse in the beginning they were so isolated not only because of the pandemic itself but because of their own work as growers or or because of issues of uh lack of normalization like myself so we started building those rooms together and every time we had a room we would have like an hour or two of very active uh, conversations of what happened. Um, how do we help some of the people who came out and said, Hey, I need help on this. Like, how do we, um, build a strategy to help them? How does, how do we support them? And how do we make it? So every time we have a room that we can create some positive change or have some positive message or have some positive effect, you know? So that was, 
positive effect in supporting the community itself. So. And then did you so, guys yeah. meet up with Blue on Clubhouse or did he only meet up with Blue at first? Because I remember Blue starting to talk with him and then you, like, you guys started talking. And then he pulled me. Yeah, um, I think Blue and Ellie met first. And then I met Blue on a Zoom call with a bunch of other uh, industry leaders that are that are within Clubhouse. And they were discussing like, oh, how do we make uh, programming more uh, effective? Um, how do we organize each I other? I think I was on that Zoom call because I remember being at a football practice and I oh, remember yeah? hearing something like this of a call like this. I remember being a president. He was like, Joe, you got to get on this call. We're, we're going to start <laughs> these, you know, rooms and clubhouse. I'm like, what the hell is clubhouse? <laughs> He's yeah. like, a part of it, Joe, because we're going to have these people represent us and you need to know what's going on. And I'm like, all right, let me hear. Let me see. And then I'm like, oh, and then I remember hearing a meeting like this. I don't yeah. know if you remember me being a part. I, maybe it wasn't the same meeting or whatever, but what you described, I remember being a part of and being like, wow, these people sound awesome. Like yeah, it was fun. It was, it was you, great. him, yeah. and a couple other women, another guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these people are all going hard. And I think like these other people are still doing some stuff, but like you and Allie really took that leadership of Clubhouse and like really ran with it. Yeah. It was because it's 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 been it's been a difficult process. I'm not gonna say it was all fun. There's been a lot of learning curves um, and a lot of like systems we had to put in place to prevent like accidental people coming in and and taking up time, everyone's time and and giving false information or giving information accidentally that'll hurt someone. So um, making sure having that structure set so we have those um, those people there, the professionals, or the specialists that know what they're talking about has helped a great deal because they're the ones who who can be like, nope, that's wrong. This is why. And right. read this study, you know? So that's been, um, it's been great. But it's it's also been a lot of fun too because- And, and you yeah. do the Medical Mondays. What? Why yes. Medical Monday for you? Where does that love come from? Well, personally, as being a medical patient, uh, that's one because I have chronic migraines and and being there and listening to a, an actual doctor, a medical doctor, talk about the benefits of medical can, can, medical use or even recreational use or adult use of, of cannabis has helped me personally a great deal. And I, I, um, I hope that too helps other people in my, my kind of like position of, you know, closet outside of closet. And on top of that, I think this kind of information should be out there. Um, should be like if if a, if a lay person comes and asks a medical question, um, a real doctor should be answering it, not Google, you know. And uh, yeah, especially yeah, specialists so in Canada. Like, okay, yeah. I don't have my doctorate, but my good old uh, MBA Dr. does not Barry. stand for doctor. No, no, but it's it, it's. Uh, I guess my my background gives me enough to know how to how to support others. Well, no, and, it gives you yeah. enough knowledge to where you're smart enough to work around. And you did work in the emergency room as a volunteer at St. John's Mercy Medical Center from 2007 <laughs> to 2010. So, or 2010. I mean, I, I see, I recognize you. <laughs> I see yeah, you. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, I did work. I worked in the emergency um, for when I was in high school. 
And back then I was gung-ho about becoming a medical doctor. I wanted to save lives. And you were in the pharmacy industry as well, right? Oh, yeah. I Because I, I, it's a funny story. I, growing up, I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted, and going into high school, I was like, surgeon. I, I want to be there and physically get into someone, take that problem out and solve it. Like that idea of, and then immediately an acting change, you know, that's what got me into that and saving lives. And, but um, learning more about it, going into the emergency room, working there, and then being in denial, all of my bachelor's degree about maybe seeing death and dying is not something that I can I can handle as well as other doctors could. Maybe that's not some life I want. And maybe I need to rethink my things. I thought, okay, why not pharmacy? Because I love studying that stuff. So I, I volunteered at a, at a um, pharmacy for a little bit uh, at Henry Ford Hospital, which was great, but it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted the more like doctor house kind of thing where you're sitting there, People are telling you what their problems are. They give you their the facts and you're asking, okay, what is this, this, and this? And then you sit there, you deliberate like a good philosopher and you find a solution. And uh, that route didn't help me. And uh, becoming a doctor, like an, a normal MD, like as a, not whatever, you know what I mean? Not normal. Right. But um, <laughs> that's not, it didn't bring me that. So I, uh, after my bachelor's, I decided software engineering, I can enact that kind of change. I can delete and remove. And at the same time, I'm always going to be a student. And I can call myself a philosopher because I'll always be studying. But um, but I got, uh, I got work at Logic Drop and I went with the flow and I kept asking myself, why not? Why shouldn't I take the lead in this project? Why, uh, why shouldn't I take over all of the projects? Why right. shouldn't I be COO? Why shouldn't I get into that global executive MBA? I mean, someone else has done it. Why am I not working? So I, yeah, what was the question? Oh, you, you went off, you, you're doing it. I said you got into the pharmacy industry and you talked and you rambled and I loved it. It's Cannabis Talk 101 right here with our host of medical mondays on clubhouse nadia decordy with her mba we're going to come back with the high five and some more it's cannabis talk 101. trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education that empowers communities trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career enroll today at trinityschool.org that's trinityschool.org asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances so if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and relax. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. We thank you guys all for listening to the show all around the world. And I want to thank our team for helping us out and do so much for us. Starting off with Jan, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Irtaza, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, and Ali. And Nadia's on with us right now. Gabrielle. <laughs> Trayvon, Pitt, Chris Franchino, Jennifer, and Elvis. That's the team that makes it happen, Captain. And as it's so close to the holidays, I want to just wish everybody a very Merry Christmas out there, wherever you're listening to us around the world. It is a good December as we're recording this right now. And we're talking to Nadia, who hosts our Medical Mondays on Clubhouse. Nadia DeCordy, MBA. And Nadia, you said so many great things. And thank you for coming out of the green closet and explaining this as you hold such a, a heavy professional job and, and load as advisors on many boards. Um, but you mentioned something that you just threw across out there. Cureleaf, a friend of yours yes. looks at Cureleaf. And I just randomly heard, I wrote that down because somebody else just brought this up to me the other day going, Oh, Nadia's friends works for Cureleaf as well. Is that, is, are they out of Detroit? And how do you know this friend? And how do you have such a friend oh in the, the cannabis industry with such a big company? How did that, What's that relationship? Uh, Elizabeth Rice, first of Elizabeth. all, she's a badass, also executive. She's, uh, like I said, director of Cureleaf. Um, I met her through the IE executive uh, program, the global no executive way. program. Yeah, I met her and we clicked immediately. We um, hung out quite a bit and we traveled the world together. And, oh, I'll tell you later, but she, uh, um I I uh I got to experience uh, California cannabis through her for the first time. So, have you ever been to California? Yeah. Yes, I used to go there quite a before the pandemic. At least like a few times a year. So, when you yeah. experienced that with Elizabeth, was that in California or the D? Yes, it oh, was, was in it? California. Oh, yeah, well, it was. A... What happened? That sounds so cool. What do you mean? Tell it to me later. Can you share it on the air, or you're being all secretive? <laughs> Hold well, on, is this, is this Allie Jr. over here? No, 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 it's not. It's not Allie. But if you Jr. can't share it, you can't share it. I get it, but no, I'm gonna share it. It was, it was, it was a great experience. Um, because before that in Michigan, it was. I don't think it was legal in Michigan, so I didn't have access. And when I went to California, uh, Elizabeth was telling me, yeah, the dispensaries are here, I, and I can get some cannabis for us to use and I said okay great but I was still nervous because uh 
I, you know, I, I hadn't tried legal cannabis before. So when I got, when I got it, it was, uh, it was amazing. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop mm -hmm. laughing. And there was a point where I was talking to one of my friends, Suzanne, and I was talking to her for a good 10 minutes, <laughs> good 10 minutes. And then she looks at me and goes like, were you talking to me? I was like, yeah, I was doing it. Suzanne, this is a heart to heart. And I, <laughs> what did you think? I was looking at the painting because there was oh literally God, just a painting hilarious. behind you. Whatever. It's okay. I love, oh, I love, I you, Elizabeth right? is, yeah, poor Nadia. But I do babble sometimes, so I guess. Oh, I love when you do. You <laughs> it to me, and I, I remember falling asleep, and I was outside, and it was freezing. <laughs> hey, it's effective for something. <laughs> oh, I want to remind everybody out there about the Bud Tenders Award created by G4 Live with a vision to be the most ambitious and essential cannabis event ever. This show is designed for people that want to take their business to the next level. Join us in Las Vegas, May 11th to the 14th, 2022 at the all new resort world. Snoop Dogg and Travis Barker will be performing live together for the first time. If you don't go, you don't grow. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't go, Nadia, you're not going to live. Going. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm coming. Like, you better be there. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't. Yeah, I'm definitely coming. I can't believe you guys hung out with Elizabeth without me. You guys actually, I know Chris actually met Elizabeth Rice without me at one well, of those events last yeah, week. Yeah, and not only that, then I think it was Chris that just mentioned to me, Oh yeah, I just got done off the phone with Elizabeth from Curly, blah, blah, blah. We had a great conversation. And I go, Oh, that's great, blah, blah. I, oh, her and Nadia went to college together, did some stuff. I'm like, how random is that? I know, right? Like, are Nadia? Like, yes. yeah. I'm like, not, it was this big wig over there at Cureleaf. That's awesome. Just never know in life who does what, right? I mean, yeah. if you do the right yeah. thing sometimes and you're roaming around in some good circles. And you go out and get your MBA. You never know, thinking you're getting your MBA, who is going to get into cannabis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Random and funny. That being said, it's my favorite time of the show and so many others out there, Nadia, that we get to do the high five with you. High five with our Medical Monday Clubhouse host, Nadia DeCordy, MBA. Question number one. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where did you get it from? Mm, 22. And a group of friends in East Lansing. Where at? Oh, uh, something very, somewhere very legal. And, uh, and it wouldn't matter if it's illegal. Jeez, <laughs> you know, your first East time. Lansing. It was on campus in Michigan State. Oh, so college was the first yeah, time. Yeah, huh? undergrad. Yeah. And just some buddies brought it. And was it a, just a party or was it a, what was it? Uh, well, I did what I usually did in my last semester of Michigan State. I uh, I played Mortal Kombat, so I would such a nerd. I would smoke and then I'd play Mortal Kombat. I was like, no migraines here. Just gonna squash people. <laughs> play <laughs> squash away. People play that's why you have those headphones. Are those your video gaming headphones? Actually, I think the I that's why I bought them. I thought video gaming headphones are the most effective. So. That's why there's a lion on it. <laughs> Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis, Nadia? I'm sorry to say, but it's vapes. I know. It's why sorry to say, though? Well, only to 
because I, I love flour. I love using flour. I love um, using joints and everything. Um, it feels better with the flour. That's why I'm saying. I'm sorry to say that, but. Um, well, no, the yeah. vape's nice. And you, what is that new pen you have right there? It is select. It's um, and in it is Maui Waui. I wish I had my click pod with me because those it's so cool the way that they have the contouring shape and uh, the magnetic uh, portion of it. But this is Maui Waui, my one of my favorite cultivars now. Well, there Thanks it is. Question select. number three of the high five with our Medical Monday Clubhouse host, Nadia DeCordy, MBA, craziest place you ever use cannabis or smoked weed. Actually, I oh, uh, I don't know. Before I reach through this monitor and grab that lip that you're touching, right <laughs> there, you're poking your nose back in, Pinocchio. I um, see you had it in your head, and then no. you bit back. You grabbed your lip, like, don't say that. Don't say it. Tell the it truth, was... Snaggletooth. No one's listening, Nadia. It's just us. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah who's gonna hear this part? So um, the craziest place that I've ever smoked is in a illegal state outside of a um, hotel in front of a cop car. Is that really the craziest one? Yes. I was there. You were there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, you guys, I got to share the story. So we're out in oh, man. Houston, Texas, <laughs> and we're THC cannabis is highly legal. Yes. And Nadia and Chris Frankino, I'm smoking oh, a cigar. Yeah, I just remembered that part. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. And cops were sitting there for whatever reason, dealing with something inside the hotel. And we're in a beautiful hotel right across from the convention center. So it wasn't like some ratchet ass, whatever. It was like high end, beautiful. And these cop cars are just sitting there. And when I say right in front, folks, I'm talking. I could have flicked a, 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 you know, my, my cigar at it. Like just, it was right there, right, right there, right there. Yes. And he, the cop came out of the car. You remember so the cop comes out of the car. We're there, but I'm smoking my cigar. And these two knuckleheads decide to smoke a joint. First, Chris Frankino did and Nadia didn't hold back. And I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> what are you guys doing? They're like, well, you're smoking your cigar and the cop seems busy. And yeah. not only that, folks. That's the cop car that was in front of us. There was two other cop cars on the other side with more police around there. So it wasn't like, what about when they walked up on us, though? They walked oh. very close to us, and you guys got a little nervous. Actually, so did I, and I wasn't even smoking weed. <laughs> God, these, co these cops are walking towards us, and they stopped literally like four feet from us. They were just Insane. looking at something else. And we're like, look up. Like, are you guys looking for us? I was, my back was to them, and you were giving me like, like, they're coming, oh, yeah, the you know, that like, kind of eye movement. And I was out. the one caught with the last one. So what I do, I put it out in my own fist, That's right, you in my own hand. hand. And I was like this, oh, he's here. And I did this, <laughs> just like clench. Squeeze it like a marshmallow. I it like, so hard. I was like, the faster I squeeze it, the less oxygen this fire is going to have, the less it's going to fucking burn. So I just like, and it died. Is that why you bit your lip? Because you didn't want to tell this story of our first. That I think too. You said this is probably the craziest thing I ever did. This was is a this good the, one. It was one pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, that was that the was craziest time. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you I'm knew the I was story. A part I was with you. Wow. This is literally. the first time that I've actually been a part of a high five of somebody that's given an answer to it. That makes me that so special. <laughs> Question number four: The high five, Nadia. What is your go-to munchies after you get high? 
I think they were muffins. Acai. No, they're acai bowls, which oh. were were so bad. Only partake at nighttime. And then I'd get munchies and then have an entire acai bowl and then have another one. But no one tells you, unless you're Brazilian, that they're actually high in energy. Like so now you're tired, you but you're not tired. You keep so then up. I was like, why am I awake all the time? Why am I not sleeping anymore? I thought this was supposed to help me sleep, but it was the thing that oh, I was munching on. Those are so bomb. They're so good I with all the fruit and granola. Mm. And there's just one spot by my house that has those. I love them. Very, very I good. Question number five of the high five with our Medical Monday Clubhouse hostess with the mostest, Nadia DeCordy, MBA. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Um, It's really funny because I knew you were going to ask me that. And somehow I was still caught off guard. I don't know why, but it's my grandma. Well, it's, um, but it's crazier ooh. when you hear it to be like, you've listened to it and you've heard it a million times, but why yeah. your grandmother? Um, She include like my, my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's, not Alzheimer's, sorry. <laughs> um, rheumatoid arthritis. She was in a lot of pain. Um, and back then, even though I, had, I hadn't partook, partaken in cannabis or anything like that, I was a big advocate for cannabis use because of my chronic migraines. And I, I knew that could help her pain, but it was um, illegal. But I would, I would think it would have helped her a great deal <clears throat> if, she, if, if that was an available solution for her um, to help her with a lot of pain that she was in, um, emotional and physical being that she had her um, youngest son too, um, to a motorcycling accident when he was just 28, oh. you know? And um, so it would have been amazing uh, if she could use it medicinally. And if I could um, laugh with her because she was one of the most, like she was an angel. She's a land, like earth angel, but she was one of the most fiery people I've ever met. She knew multiple languages. And when she got really mad, she would start like <laughs> yelling at you in Persian, Farsi, Spanish, and everything. Like a like Zashti or like Turkish Persian. She'd start like dishing. And I there's a point where I actually understood a few words. <laughs> but but uh, she would have been it would have been amazing to 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 smoke with her. How long has she been away? How long ago did she pass? Uh, she passed in 2006. Oh, like you see the emotions still come out of you, which is beautiful to see. <laughs> when I hear that about grandmas like that or just people that have passed. And, you know, that being said, I want to share this story with people out there about this woman, Nadia. One of my best friends died that I've been friends with since fifth grade. And Nadia, you sent me a care package. And to be frank, nobody else in the world sent me a care package, period. You're the only one to say, I mean, I got a lot of words and not that it's better or worse, but it's just, that's the type of woman this woman is. And uh, I just truly appreciate it because from even our conversations that we had, when I even called you to say, thank you. And asked why did you send me this? This is amazing. And you paid attention to a conversation that we had because we actually had some like deep conversations in Houston, which was dope. Yes. Um, and you said that you remembered me saying to you, my love language is food. And which then yeah. just made me think of like how, and then we've had deeper conversations after that because you went through something that I continued to call you on 
as you were going through it. And I felt like that got us closer as well. And then you sent me this and it just meant the world to me. And I just want the people to listen that go, you know, this is the type of woman she is. And and, and I just really respect you and love you for that. And it meant the world to me. And, um, and we still tell this day, I've showed you some of the stuff that you have right here next to my desk that I'm still munching on. And you don't know how much that means to me because, um, I do love you. I love the cannabis talk team and I am sad that I couldn't be there in person. Um, to help you out um, i've lost friends too but um death is something i'm i'm really sorry for you yeah well struggle. no I'm well really you sorry. know sending me little snacks and things to munch on <laughs> is, uh, was just a nice just a, a good touch of something that was uh not needed not expected unexpected and overly appreciated from me of like you already went from high on my list to Jeez, she trying to hook up with me? What's her problem? She's got my heart now. Jeez, <laughs> no. married. I just love and respect you. You're, you're. I know. You're I'm kidding. Ass. That's why I'm like. I was like, jeez, this is beyond love and respect. Jeez, I don't know what. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to do. I called you and thanked you, and that's that's the type of person that's you are. It. But I'm yeah. have to joke when I go get too <laughs> right. But thank you yeah. again, Nadia. And I just want to publicly say that that you know that was just your heart is beyond uh you know your beautiful looks because your beautiful looks are amazing but your heart is even more beautiful so for that i love you and and i respect you and i appreciate you very very much as a person and i can't wait to see you again in slap hands because seeing you there and you trying to come up to my room every fucking night we're there <laughs> too much but <laughs> why don't you open the door who is it? It's my right. housekeeping, I mean. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Never worked. It never worked. He was too it smart. It never worked. I was, I was like, go back to your room. Leave God me alone. Damn. <laughs> These from Michigan are crazy. These ones hey, with the NBAs are too much. <laughs> that all being said, Nadia, before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to share on the show or, or mention before we let you get, get out of here? Um... No, I just want to send my love to everyone. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to my voice. <laughs> for listening this long. Um, and uh, I love you all. Sending love. Well, and we love you. And for those of you that are listening, nobody else loves you. We do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.